Hey guys, you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so humbled by your time and your attention. Man, it would mean the world to me if right now, if you texted one of your friends with a link to this podcast and you were just like, hey, check this guy out, give this guy a listen. You know, I think fitness, finance, faith, you know, it might help you out. Help me spread the message, help me spread the word. Man, it would be phenomenal. Jim Schultz here, F-Cubed Podcast. We are back, and it is a Friday, June 22nd, 2018. And I want to get right into it today, man. I've got a, I've got a fitness podcast lined up for you guys, as you guys know, if you've clicked on and seen the title. This is a question that I have literally asked myself hundreds, maybe thousands of times across my lifting career. And it took me a really, really long time to figure out any type of a reasonable answer to this question. And so I thought about my content and I thought, you know, talking about that question and talking about how I arrive at an answer to that question, I think could really benefit a lot of people, could really benefit a lot of people out there where fitness is a big part of your life and you're trying to get better, you're trying to improve and you're finding yourself a lot of the time asking, hey, am I working hard enough? Am I doing enough in the gym to actually get closer to my goals? Like this is such a good question because it's not that simple, right? It really isn't as simple as, you know, I get in the gym, I work really hard, and I'm tired, and I sweat, and I'm fatigued, and all that kind of stuff. It's really, really not that simple. And so I thought, hey, let's spend 10 minutes, and let's kind of let's talk about this. So I'm going to share my thoughts. And as always, my hope is you guys can glean something productive from the next few minutes. So the first thing I want to say is this. I mean, you know, if we look at the world of fitness, we can pretty much kind of bucket things off into two general camps. Right, Most people are either trying to lose fat or they're trying to, you know, I'm going to say gain muscle. Now, I kind of pause there for a second because I guess it is a lot more nuanced than that because, you know, people want to improve performance. People want to, you know, just be healthier. People want to just, you know, live longer, right? They just, so I guess there's more than just two camps. But for my own benefits, I guess, for my own purposes here in this moment, let's go ahead and just kind of narrow this thing down to two camps. I guess because within the fitness side of the cube, inside of F cubed, I guess, you know, fat loss and muscle gain, I mean, as a competitive bodybuilder, you know, given all the experience that I have within the world of training, I would say those are the two areas that I am most knowledgeable about. Yes, I can help people, you know, improve their performance. Yes, I can help people, you know, be healthier. Yes, I can help people maybe even live longer, right? I mean, if I throw a bunch of fish oil at somebody, they're going to live longer. That's just a slam dunk, man. But if we go, you know, into the areas where I really feel like I can probably offer up the most insight, it's going to be in fat loss and kind of muscle growth or gaining muscle. 
gaining muscle or getting stronger. They're not synonymous, but in this context, I'm going to kind of use them synonymously. And so getting stronger, I feel like that's something that I've, you know, learned some things about. So within the world of fitness, you got fat loss, you've got, you know, growing muscle or getting stronger. If your goal is to lose fat, if your goal is fat loss, then are you working hard enough? The answer to that question is actually really, really simple. It's very simple. Are you losing fat? I mean, that's it. And the easiest ways to tell if you're losing fat are the scale. Believe it or not, the scale is very important. I know a lot of people say, oh, don't, don't pay attention to the scale. You know, it's, it'll, it, it's not showing you what's really going on. Like, no, it's probably showing you what's really going on nine times out of 10, if not 95 times out of 100. And so if you want to lose fat, you're most likely going to need to lose weight. It's not that common that you can go through what is referred to as a body recomposition where you have things just fine-tuned so perfectly that your body is simultaneously losing fat and replacing that fat with new muscle tissue. Yes, it can happen, and it does happen with a lot of you know beginners, which I'm going to talk about here in a couple minutes in a different way. But I wouldn't even focus on that. If you've been training for a little while, you're probably going to need to lose some weight if you want to lose some fat. So pay attention to the scale. And then secondly and thirdly, you know, look at the mirror. How do your clothes fit? Use a tape measure. Like measuring your progress from a fat loss standpoint is actually not that complicated. So I want to focus on just training inside of the gym. I want to focus on, you know, growing muscle, getting stronger. Again, I'm going to use those interchangeably and I actually don't feel that great about using them interchangeably because they're so different. But just from the purposes of the point I want to make today, there's enough overlap between the two that I can use them interchangeably. And so if you're listening out there and you're like, Jim, stop now. Those are not interchangeable. Like, I hear you, man. I feel you. Just give me a little bit of latitude today, and I think that uh, I think it'll work out. So, if you are a beginner, let's go back to you beginners out there. If you've just started, then are you training hard enough? The answer to that question is yes. And I don't even care what you're doing. <laughs> like, if you're just starting, the fact that you are inside of the gym, I literally do not care what you are doing. You are training hard enough. The the. <laughs> Just the simple act of being there and the simple act of, you don't even have to like exercise. If you just pick up weights and kind of move them around, if you just spot somebody, if you just like help other people out in the gym, you are probably working hard enough to elicit some growth response inside of your own system because your body is going to be so shocked by your applying any type of overload to it that you are going to grow like a weed. You are going to grow so fast that it's going to be just mind-boggling how quickly you grow. And so you're going to think, oh, man, this is like super easy, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So if you're a beginner, the answer is yes. And stop right there. Just get in there, bang your head against the wall, figure this space out, and just go slowly, be in no rush, be in no hurry, because you will get better. You will progress. You will, you know, be training hard enough. Definitely the answer is yes. But what if you're an intermediate or advanced? It gets a little bit more slippery at this point, right? Because now you're past the beginner gains. 
you now realize it's not that easy. You now realize that, hey, for me to get an extra quarter inch on my biceps or for me to get an extra half inch on my quads or for me to get a little bit stronger, you know, in bench press or deadlift or whatever, this is going to be challenging. Like this is going to require a strategic approach to what I'm doing. I can't just go in there and smash a bunch of weights and then eat buckets of chicken and I'm all set, right? Like I actually have to think about what I'm doing. And quick side note, without getting too lost on a tangent, that is actually one of the things that I love the most about bodybuilding because it is a thinking man's game. It is not just going there and crush a bunch of squats and then, you know, smash a bunch of, you know, snickerdoodles and just call it a day, right? You actually have to really think about what you're doing. And so if you're intermediate and advanced and you find yourself asking the question, how do I know if I'm training hard enough? Well, I'm going to give you a couple of very practical things that you can take away from today's piece. The first one is this. If you guys listened to my podcast on RPEs, Rate of Perceived Exertion, so go back and check that guy out if you missed it the first go around. It's, you know, maybe 15 or 20 episodes ago. But basically, I talked about, you know, your rate of perceived exertion is something that is commonly used in the powerlifting and bodybuilding worlds as a way to measure or gauge how intense a given set was. So if you go 10 out of 10, that's all out, everything you got, could not have done another rep, or you literally failed on your final rep. You know, if it's a 9 out of 10, then you've got one rep left in the tank. If it's an 8 out of 10, you've got two reps, and so on and so forth. Another term that's oftentimes used more so in the bodybuilding community than the powerlifting community is this idea of reps in reserve, which is maybe a little bit easier to understand because you don't kind of have to do a conversion from like, all right, you know, an RP of 9 out of 10 is one rep left. An RP of 8 out of 10 is two reps left. You just say, I had two reps left. Like that's reps in reserve. And so, you know, that makes sense too. It literally gets you to the same destination. If you are training, if you are living somewhere between six and nine on the RPE scale, 90% of the time, you are on a set by set basis, you can rest assured that your sets are challenging enough. You can rest assured that your sets are intense enough to do, you know, some type of, you know, I don't want to say acute damage because there's more to growing muscle than just muscle damage, but you're doing enough in the moment on a set-by-set basis, whether you want to talk about tension or damage or stress, you know, there's all these different variables in hypertrophy and I don't want to focus on that in this podcast. That's going to be a separate, a separate thing altogether, but let's just say you're doing enough in your sets to elicit some growth. Right, you're, you're pushing the needle far enough when it comes to a set-by-set basis. Now, I think a lot of people, if they're being honest with themselves, are not even getting to a true six RPE. You know, just kind of looking at, it's a little different for me because I train at quads here in Chicago, which is probably, it might be the most serious gym I've ever trained at. Not only is it equipped to the max with literally everything you need, oftentimes multiple pieces of the same thing that you need, It's an incredible gym, but the people that train there are just very, very serious. And so it's really, really cool. It's a great environment to be in. So this may not apply if you're at like a super hardcore gym that's like really serious. But just looking around, I would say most people are not training nearly hard enough. I would say most people, if they're being honest with themselves, are underneath a five on the RPE scale 
for 80% of their work. They're just, they're in straight up cruise control. And so that, you know, there's some question marks in terms of are they really pushing themselves hard enough to elicit some growth. But if you are in a true six to nine range, then your, your, your workouts are challenging. Your sets are challenging. You know, you're not going to failure, right? You're stopping short of failure. But you are challenging yourself enough to push the needle. Okay. But with that in place, you may still have a, a follow-up question. You may still be thinking, all right, but the, the real question I have is, am I cranking through enough work in my sessions to grow? Am I pushing through enough volume to actually move that needle forward, to grow some muscle, to get stronger, whatever. Now, the get stronger part is kind of simple because it's either A, you're getting stronger, or B, you're not, right? And so I, I'm using these terms interchangeably, but now I guess I'm going to kind of you know, loosen the reins on that a bit because as I'm talking through this, I'm thinking, well, getting stronger is kind of simple, right? Like you're either getting stronger or you're not. Now, how do you program to actually get stronger? That is also a separate discussion that I don't want to talk about here. So right now, now let's really narrow our focus. Like we've kind of started with this big mound of clay, you know, nine minutes ago. And now we're kind of down to growing muscle, getting better, you know, stimulating more hypertrophy. So you want to know, am I doing enough to actually move the needle but? To actually move the needle forward and get better by adding muscle to my frame. That's what we're focusing on. Well, I'm going to give you guys a very, very practical way to figure that out. You know, in addition to the RPE thing, there's a guy by the name of Mike Isretel, who is also a PhD, except his PhD is actually in fitness, and so he's he's got me in that regard from a from an educational standpoint. My PhD obviously is in finance. But from a fitness standpoint, this guy, really smart, really, really knowledgeable, you know, and also just a great presenter, a great speaker. He's really fun to listen to. He's very funny and he's very smart and knowledgeable as well. I'll link to some of the stuff that he did. I may link to um, his recent podcast with Jeff Nippard that I listened to recently, which I've heard a lot of his things, but this one was probably the most recent one I listened to and it was really, really good. But I'll link to that in the show notes to today's today's piece. But Mike Isretel actually came up with a term that really encapsulates how I've kind of figured out on my own, you know, in my own kind of roundabout way, am I training hard enough? Am I training hard enough? And it's this. He's got this term called maximum recoverable volume or MRV. So Mike basically says, you know, if you are training to your MRV, then you are training hard enough. Now, I am simplifying his own thoughts down to like one tweetable chunk, right? So he has a lot more to say on the idea. But basically, you know, within within the circles of hypertrophy and bodybuilding and stuff like that, there's this thing called the minimum effective dose, which is... How much volume, what's the minimum amount of volume that I can get away with and still move forward? So that's kind of the lower end of the scale. The upper end of the scale is what Mike Isretel says with the MRV. So this is my maximum recoverable volume. So this is the most work I can push through my system and move forward. Now, still, 
knowing these two things is helpful, but it still doesn't really give us anything practical that we can begin to apply. In other words, okay, I understand the concepts, but how do I know if I am at my minimum effective dose or if I'm at my MRV? Well, Mike just recently, and he did it in the Jeff Nipper podcast that I'll link to, he gave us all a really, really practical way to figure this out. And I'm going to start using this immediately as a way for me to get better on my own terms, as a way for me to get better in my own field and with my own training and to really kind of very specifically lay out, all right, I need to increase my volume. I need to decrease my volume. Yes, I'm progressing at a nice rate or no, I'm not. If you are able to use more weight, do more sets, and maintain the same level of intensity, then you are not at your MRV yet. Meaning, if you want to, you can push more volume through your system. If you find yourself to where you are so beat up, to where you are just so smoked, that you find your performance is falling off, right? You are not able to maintain the same number of reps at the same weight at the same level of intensity. So for example, let's say you're benching 225 for like, you know, I'll just use my own stuff. I, I, right now I'm benching 225 for like sets of six approximately. And I'm usually at about an RPE of like eight or nine. So that's pretty close to failure for me, right? Bench is not one of my strongest areas. But nevertheless, that's what I'm working with. So if I am able to keep benching 225 at for six reps at an RPE of eight or nine, then I know that, okay, I'm probably at around my MRV for that exercise. Now, again, you know, you start, you have to expand this out even further to like a whole muscle group. And I'm really trying to give you guys, you know, a very, very bite-sized chunk of this idea because the whole idea is multiple podcasts multiple videos, you know, strung together into a very complete thought. But if I find myself to where I'm doing so much additional chest work, right? I'm doing so many other things in chest or, or other body parts that I can't bench 225 for six at an RP of eight anymore. It slowly, you know, trickles up to an RP of nine or an, or an RP of 10 where I'm now failing at the sixth rep. I will know that I have passed my MRV. I am now doing too much work. I cannot recover from what I'm doing. So I need to scale it down. Now, where do you scale it down? Well, this is where things start to get really gray, right? And it's going to depend on a number of things. But this at least gives us something to think about. It's like, all right, you know, if I'm continually getting a whole lot stronger on my exercise, like my weights that I'm using are just jumping by like leaps and bounds, right? And I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a meso cycle. I'm in some four to six weeks period where my, my strength is just through the roof. Well, then, you know, you're probably closer to your minimum effective dose and probably you still have a ways to go to get to your maximum recoverable volume. So you're somewhere in that range, which is kind of the sweet spot right? We're not always going to be at our MRV. It's a dynamic thing. It's fluid. It's going to change. And the goal is not to just beat yourself up, you know, so badly that you, that your performance starts to suffer. The goal is to say, all right, just be honest with yourself. Like, am I able to really push more weight for more reps, you know, at the same RPE? If that's the case, then you've got a ways to go to get to that MRV. 
But if you find yourself like where I am right now on bench, I know that you know for me to claw forward, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go in and start benching 250 for sets of six at an RP of eight. I'm, I'll, I'll break in half. Like that's just not gonna happen, right? Because when it comes to that one exercise. I'm very close to my maximum recoverable volume, given everything else I'm doing. Now, if I really wanted to boost my bench, if it was really important to me to do that, so let me give you guys another practical tip. What I would start to do is I would start to shift around my other chest work. I would start to lighten up my other chest volume to save more volume and more strength and more of my reserves for my bench press. And so if there's a certain body part or area that you want to specifically hit, then you need to see, okay, where am I at right now? Is there still room to grow, room to push forward in this guy immediately? If so, then the answer is start doing that. Start doing that right away. It doesn't have to happen in one session, but start gradually moving up to what you think might be your MRV. And then if you want to grow more from that point, then it becomes strategic, very strategic. right? You have to think about your total volume. You have to think about how much time you have and all these other variables. But anyway... That was way longer than I wanted it to be, <laughs> but I really hope that was helpful for you guys. You know, we kind of went a few minutes over what I typically like to keep these guys at, but I really, I'm hopeful that that's a, really gives you guys some things to think about, man, when it comes to answering the question, am I training hard enough? And so hopefully that helps you guys definitely check out that Jeff Nippard and Mike Israel podcast that I will link to below. And man, you guys have a great weekend and I will see you guys next week. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough prestige yet to have you know my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to LiveFCubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look.